0: Hey, Love Your Life family. Welcome back to another episode of Loving Your Life. It's your sis, Crystal, and I'm excited to be back with you. Wow, it's been an incredible week and weekend of just being with family and close loved ones as this has been Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, You all will probably hear this after Thanksgiving. But just, you know, being with family and slowing down and really just thankful for life and to be in their presence. I know that this is also a heavy grieving time for many, many people. And I want to acknowledge that and encourage you all if you're dealing with grief because you have lost loved ones. And we know many families have been impacted from COVID, they've been impacted from terminal diseases, freak accidents, all of this stuff is ongoing and so definitely want to encourage you all that are in the middle of grieving that you're getting the support that you need, Um, getting yourself around people that are pouring into you and refueling you and encouraging you as well as holding space for you to just grieve and to be you um, without judgment and I know that that's hard. And if you're a caregiver, a family member, and you're coming alongside someone that is grieving, knowing that you don't have to have every perfect word, but sometimes it's just being able to sit in the dark with them and hold space for them to be vulnerable, to be honest about how they're feeling. And you don't have to have the solution uh, to fix it. But just being there is enough. And then also asking, how can I support you right now? Do you know what you need right now? And everybody doesn't. And that's okay. That's what grieving looks like. And so just like I said, I wanted to take the time to acknowledge you all before we jump into today's topic. So today we're going to hop on and discuss unmet expectations. And this can be an ongoing topic. Um, And it's a big one because all of us have it, whether it's career, within relationships, parenting, financially, we can go on and on with having unmet expectations. Um, what really fueled this topic for me today was just being out in my garden. It's one of my favorite places to be. Um, I hear from God so much when I'm in the garden and just looking at the tangible work of pruning, cleaning out, digging out the weeds, watering, making sure that the garden is getting what it needs so that it thrives is so incredibly applicable to life and how we are to treat ourselves and be cognizant of, huh, you know, have I (laughs) cleaned the weeds in my mind, you know, in my relationships, am I watering this? Because it's easy to always see what is not where you want it to be. But we lose sight of, okay, well, have I been taking care of this? Have I been nourishing it? Have I been watering it? Am I going and plucking out the dead things, things that are damaging to what you're currently working on or whatever your expectations are? And it also really made me think about people that you've invested your time and your energy and words of wisdom in. And you feel like there's conversations that are redundant. And you may raise the question, how many times do I have to keep bringing this up before you get it? Why isn't it sticking? And as I was sitting and thinking about just the whole gardening process, when we plant the seed, we don't know when it's going to begin to blossom. We don't know how long it's going to take. We can have a general idea. But at the end of the day, that seed has to Crack open; it has to begin to grow roots, and then there's stuff on the outside that has to do to f- that has to happen to foster that seed's growth. And so, I want you to think about conversations that you may have had in relationships as a husband, as a wife, as a boyfriend, girlfriend, as a father, a mother, auntie, a grandmother, whatever role that you are, have taken on, and these conversations that you've had. And you may be frustrated, like, I was not expecting this. We've had 10 conversations around whatever the topic may be, and I just don't understand why they're getting it. Take a tangible look at when we plant a seed in the ground. You don't know when that seed is going to sprout. The same thing is with us as humans. Those seeds have to grow deep. The roots have to begin to grow deep, and those roots have to plow through systems that have been built by whether it's what shaped us, different things that have happened to us. And a lot of times we want to reject it. (laughs) You know, it's like, well, hold on. That's not the way this. And we focus so much on the discomforts and, oh, well, this isn't how we do it. Or the discomfort of change, Why does it have to be this way? We get so focused on there versus, okay, let me get into a place. And this this takes maturity to water the seed. So if you're giving a word of wisdom, reading books around it, having intentional conversations around that topic. So that's the watering process so that those roots are beginning to grow and take root in your soul so that it can begin to sprout and you can see the manifestations of the seed that was planted, words of wisdom, um, ideas, different tools uh, that you need for career or within marriage. But many times we ask questions and we really don't want to do the work behind so that we can grow, we can become better, we can become more mature in this area and begin to thrive in these areas. And so my greens have not done that well this year. My kale is booming, the cucumbers are booming. And I'm like, hold on. But as often as we eat greens, I want the greens to do a little bit better this year. So I can sit there and talk to the ground and be frustrated and talk about why aren't the greens or I can get down and do the work of digging and replanting and figuring out, okay, well, what went wrong? And that's where we lose people, the digging, the work. Uh, looking at the inside and figuring out, oh, this is what was wrong, or I needed um, some better tools here. Same thing goes for for you. So parents, this is a big one for us. I know it has been for my husband and I on our journey of sitting down and coaching and walking Uh, alongside our kids as they are learning and growing and learning what it means to be an adult, learning what it means to manage your emotions and hormones and so on and so forth. We could go on and on. And there's times that when is he going to keep his room clean? (laughs) When are they going to clean up after themselves? And becoming incredibly frustrated versus understanding everybody blooms at a later date. And that used to be you. And then there's aspects of your life that you're still learning. You're still trying to figure out, oh gosh, I still have this issue that I struggled with as a young adult, as a teenager. And then being able to self analyze and deal with your own stuff and then extend compassion and empathy when you're raising your kids, because none of us are perfect. We all have flawed areas that we're continuing to grow in that we have to acknowledge. And that is hard. Uh, but if you want to heal, if you want to grow, if you want to thrive in life, you have to develop a life that you practice addressing these issues so that you're constantly in a growth mindset and learning how to extend the same patience that you've needed to your children, to your husband, to your wife, uh, to your employers if you're running a business. Now, and, and this, and there's aspects of this that can be... Uh, I want to say there's conditions around it because you do have some people that honestly don't want to grow. They don't want to figure things out. Um, They like hearing themselves talk for whatever reason. And there's, there's, this is a layered topic. And so there's only certain aspects of it that I can really touch on today. But again, going back to who are you pouring into What is the behavior patterns that they're showing? Are they showing you, okay, that they're really in it? They're trying to understand. Are they coming back to you to get tools? And then also knowing when to be quiet. And that's a big one, especially as parents. And and if you're a counselor or a therapist and, and knowing when to just let somebody begin to feel it and dig and do their own work, you have to know when to fall back. Or they will always become dependent on you to point them in the right direction, to show them. And you can always give tools. And like I said, there's a time for everything. When it's at the beginning stages, yes, you come along someone and begin to hear them out, hear their perspective, ask questions that provoke thought versus always just giving answers. Because advice, it's contextual, And it it does depend on what context you're giving the advice in because is it identical to what you went through? And so it's better to ask questions than to always give advice because it was something that you navigated through. It doesn't mean that every detail of the situation is identical to yours. So some of the advice that you're giving won't be applicable to their particular situation. And so asking questions around the specific topic. If it's relational, um, why do you love this woman? Why do you want to spend the rest of your life with her? What are you doing to show that you care for her? You know, just so that they're answering their questions. They are doing the work of digging deep. And so, that is laying foundation. That is allowing the seeds that you've planted to take root because it's provoking thought. is causing them to do the work of watering the seeds so that you can continue to move on and, and work and help with other people. And then you're empowering them to do the same. And so I just really wanted to hop on today and unpack this with you all. I think it's crucial, but it's not easy for some It may be, but for many of us, it's not. Especially as caregivers, as parents, you want to help your kids. You want to help the people that you invest all of your life into, your resources, your, your mind, your heart, your body. And you don't want them to be hurt. You don't want them to suffer. And so definitely identifying maturity level how invested are they these are all the things that you have to assess versus just getting in the way of their personal growth and so not a whole lot to say today but it to me i felt like it was something that i would love to just share as a wisdom nugget to take the time to look at your unmet expectations and another aspect of that is are the expectations that you have on people realistic Because we set unrealistic expectations on people and then we're frustrated when they don't execute. But looking at the capacity that the people that we have surrounded around our life and okay, are they capable of doing this? These are other great questions to ask. Is this the right timing for them right now? How can I be of better support Do they need some additional things removed off of their plate in order for them to give the time and energy that's needed to execute A, B, and C, whatever that task may be, whether it be personal or external for business uh, opportunities, so on and so forth. And so I know this has been something in our lives that is ongoing. You're constantly learning. Our kids are Uh, We now have an adult child, you know, so there's different conversations around that. And so I encourage you all as families to get around the table, have conversations about this, identify, okay, are there expectations that you've had that are not met? And be ready to hear truth. It's good. It's how you grow as a family. It's how you're growing your marriage so that you understand where people's thoughts are. Because a lot of times people are running circles and frustrated. Oh, they're never satisfied. They're always complaining about stuff, but we don't, we're don't. we not asking the right questions. We focus on the frustration. How can we change this? Versus, hey, what are your expectations when it comes to our marriage? What are your expectations for me as your mother? These are my expectations to you as your parent. Communicate those expectations and leave room for... The people in your life, to be honest with you, to say it's too much right now, or I'm bored, I'm not challenged enough, I feel like I'm not growing, versus pointing the finger and telling somebody what they're not. Put them in a position to be challenged to grow and looking at any type of excuses, but drill down and stop having low-level surface conversations that don't incorporate change or progress. And then say, well, we talked about it no, you just blew off some steam. (laughs) If you haven't walked away from the conversations with some solutions in place, some uh, corresponding action in place, as my husband would say, then all you've done is, is blown off some steam. And that's okay. As long as you say, hey, let's return to this conversation in an hour, in two days, next week, where it's ongoing. You know the makeup of your family. You know what you can tolerate you know, the space that you need to process, but make sure you don't leave it just open-ended where there's nothing in place where you guys are actually solution oriented in order to fulfill these expectations, whatever the case may be. But again, going back to unmet expectations, looking at yourself personally, do you have unmet expectations for yourself? What are you comparing yourself to? And if you are comparing yourself to something That's not healthy because nobody has navigated life through your eyes, through your body, through your shoes. And so looking again at your story, identifying the expectations that you may have for yourself and being honest, is this real? Can I do this? And being honest. And if it's something that you're like, you know, I really want to accomplish this. Have you connected with the people that you need to have around you in order to get it done? And again, these are mature conversations. Now, I I struggle with people that are kind of absolutes mindset when it comes to growing up and figuring stuff out and not being mindful that... Some people growing and being challenged is actually a trigger response, and so you have to know, okay, I got to get this part of me healed in order to make progress. And let's say you're a poor communicator, but you grew up and you weren't allowed to communicate, and so in your adult age, people get frustrated talking to you because you don't effectively communicate, and the reality is, you never learned. And so, being honest. Like, you know what, every time I wanted to speak my mind or be honest, I was told to either shut up, be quiet. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let grown folks be grown folks, whatever your story is. But you have to be honest and say, you know, I really don't know how to do this and get yourself in a space around people that are healthy, that are safe. They're going to teach you how to do this or your fallback is always going to be, well, I don't know. I don't know. That gets old. And then you don't have the right to get frustrated about situations that you're not willing to grow in, to become better at. And so it's that domino effect. We all have to look at our own junk. We have to look at the health of our minds, the health of our bodies, the health of our spirits. It's all connected. Have the honest conversation with yourself and then uh, begin to connect the dots. Identify the people. You know what? I can... Uh, come alongside uh, or invite my best friend. I can invite my mentor. I can invite my husband, my wife to come alongside me because I can be honest with them. And I know that they're not going to judge me. It's a safe place. Um, I can identify a therapist or a counselor, or my pastor, whatever the scenario is for you. And don't try to create a life a scenario that works for everybody else. You have to figure out what works for you. And that goes back to comparison. Oh, you know, looking at so-and-so, oh, they took these supplements and they walked this amount of hours a day and they may have a lot more support around them than you and then you're frustrated because you're trying it and it's not working because you don't have the support that's needed to do what you're trying to do. So again, assessing your life, not everybody else's, and identifying what's going to work best for you to get on the path and to stay on the path Of healing and restoration, and so that you're setting real expectations for yourself as well as those that you're doing life with. And so I've just been excited to unpack this with you guys today. I hope it has helped someone. Uh, I hope it's giving you a different perspective to look through. This is part of growing, this is part of living. Your struggle is nothing new to being a human. And acknowledge that and embrace that and receive that. You're not awkward or weird or confused or ignorant just because you're stuck and trying to figure this thing out. Sometimes, again, it just has to do with the environment that you're in. Not being challenged to grow in this area. That's something that you have to do the work and to figure out and then do the corresponding action that's needed to get you to where you want to be so that you continue to grow and to thrive in every aspect of your life. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope today that you've been encouraged. You can check us out on all of your podcast outlets. Let's continue to love. Let's continue to grow. Let's continue to build. Shout to the city that raised me, shout to the people that made me I'm from the 80s, I don't think mumbling wavy I grew up like on a jay-z, maybe I'm crazy I ain't been wondering lately, feel like it's there for the taking Feel like I'm good with the changes, know who I am And that's the most dangerous state